we have a passionate individual who is geared to focusing on individuals, teams, and organizations. UN senior official and embodiment coach, Ms. Metsi Maketa, who combines 25 years of leadership experience with the power of possibilities and coaching based on ontology, emotional intelligence, gestalt psychology, and the Enneagram framework to help us move mountains in the way of consciousness in embodied movement. She asks of us to recognize the practice of being aware of what it means to be in our bodies, to awaken the vitality and harness our body's innate intelligence and potential. In her conversation, she asks us to embody our own leadership. And so we look to her and we ask, how? Joining us now is Ms. Metsi Maketa. Thank you so much and over to you. Hi, everyone. I'm going to request that we take a moment, wherever you are seated or standing, place your right hand on your heart and your left hand on your belly and take deep a deep breath. <sighs> Do that three times. So we're going to start. Thank you. I requested that we do this because just before joining you, I had a slight technical breakdown and my connecting with you meant that I needed to come back into my body and coming back into my body was about making it feel safe and breath is the most immediate way and it's the most available instrument for us to connect to oneself. And it's also about us reconnecting with one another. So let us look at embodiment and what that means for yourselves and your well-being. And let's look at the journey and what underpins embodiment. Just to provide you with um, a foundational theoretical grounding, I just heard the last speaker, who's also a very good friend of mine, speaking to how the various disciplines are coming together and these disciplines showing that who we are really is the totality of our body, how we connect to one another, which is our heart and our mind space. And what I want to draw your attention to the theoretical foundation for embodiment draws on and is informed by developmental and so psychosomatic psychology, neurobiology, neurophysiology, and behavioral science. The body of knowledge and the research confirms, concludes, and tells us that during our development, we all have critical incidents and repeated messages that begin to shape us, whether emotionally and mentally, they give us a way of seeing the world and physically, we start taking a particular posture. What I want to draw attention to 
is the fact that even our physical disposition, the posture that we take in life is not just an external representation of what's happening to us mentally and emotionally. And that is all this, the movement that comes about, that arises as a consequence of us connecting with our bodies does have an impact on our emotional and mental states. So the frameworks that I use, just so you can get an illustration that is holistic, is the body is the unifying field of how of our entire being, how we show up, how we feel, it's inside of our bodies, the knowing that we hold, whether it's an emotional knowing, whether it's an intuitive knowing or conceptual knowing, all of this happens inside of our being. And therein lies the power of our bodies. And our body is a unifying field. So the frameworks that I'm using to bring all of this together, as it was said, is the Enneagram ontology, emotional intelligence, and of course, other knowledge base that we have from uh, what is already available. But we are going to look at what this means for all of us. We often talk about self-awareness and I'm sure many of you have had instances where you have training, where reading books and self-awareness is foundational to knowing how we are being and how we're interacting with others. What embodiment says to us is that self-awareness is not sufficient. What we have noted is that we tend to hold self-awareness only conceptually and often we do not connect to our bodies. And you would all know our bodies, stories that we hold and they communicate and sometimes they even amplify whether you're speaking or you're not, but the body will always communicate something. And the body is the seat of action. It does not matter how many concepts we are aware of, how many paradigms we carry, not unless we move, our leadership and our lives will not be expressed in the way that we would want to show up in the world. Now, what is, what is embodiment awareness? And I will talk to this very briefly. We don't have much time. I will talk to it from a perspective of the possibilities that are available for all of us to transform, to give who we're being direction. But before we go there, let's just know that we are already embodied. We have patterns that are embodied in us. Some we have even forgotten. They're held in a very unconscious way. And this is how they show up. Under stress, some of us react, you either charge, others withdraw, and still others, they will then, you know, fight. It's a fight or flight. But those are instinctual embodied ways of being that would have been developed over the years. So my invitation to you is this, just be aware befriend and notice what are your already embodied tendencies, the ones that are locked in our bodies. 
some embodied tendencies have helped us. They have given us the results that we have, and yet, given our life is directional, they may put a lead on a way of being. So just also take an inventory of the ways in which you show up that works. So my question then to you is this, what is it that one embodies? And often we embody commitments. At work, we embody being an accountant. We know how to show up as an accountant. We embody being the manager. We know how to show up being the manager. We embody values of the organization. And here's where I'm going to. How often do we embody looking after ourselves? How often do we embody making sure that the movement that one is meant to make, just as a practice, how often do we do that? So my invitation to you again is, look to your life. What is it that you know you care about and must be embodied? Some already may have practices that need to be sustained. Others may need to introduce new practices, but it is about embodying in a way that you are aligning with what it is that you are committed to. There is a way that we must relate to what is already locked in our bodies because those patterns are part of us. We will befriend them, they don't go away. They just need to be loosened. And loosening would also be a process of integrating new ways of being. I don't want to speak about things theoretically. I always say my biggest learnings of embodiment occurred even after having read all the books, occurred in an environment that had to be created outside of the usual context. Those environments will differ from person to person. And for me, the environment has always been the mountain. What I love about the mountain is that on the mountain, I cannot conceptualize my way out of a summit. I cannot um, convince anybody out of the summit. Summiting is an act of movement, movement, movement. Look to yourself. What are the ways in which movement may be calling you? And what are the holding environments that may be required for you to feel safe and start disrupting? For, me, for some people, they will use coaching. For others, they will have communities with whom they practice. And still for others, they will create a space in their own homes. But what is important is to have that holding environment because we must learn a new way of being in our bodies and being with our bodies. As we learn, it requires practice. And you are practicing what? You are practicing aligning your lifestyle with your vision. But we would all know that practicing something that is new is uncomfortable. And my invitation is that we must all ritualize discomfort. 1% discomfort and another 1% so as to expand our range of being. I used to be that person who would say, but things should be one way 
or another way. And I then realized that I do not need to be speaking about how other people should be or how great others are. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Spiral Alert Lifestyle Podcast. Make sure to visit our website on www.spiralello.co.za where you can connect with us on our social media platforms, book a one-on-one consultation with Dr. Dial, plan your next retreat, or join our health and well-being lifestyle programs. If you found value in this show, we would appreciate you sharing it with friends and family or leaving us your thoughts in the comments section or send us an email to info at spiralello.co.za. Your voice matters. Be sure to stay tuned for our next episode for all things health and wellness. Your health begins in conversation. Your lifestyle is the medicine. Yours in health, the Spiral Allo team.